Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. What are the answers to some of life's most important questions? Actually, you can't avoid answering these questions because you already do. It happens simply by how you have chosen to structure your priorities, spend your money, and use your time. Tune in as we interview pastors and leaders throughout the valley discussing the must-answer questions on The Form Show. Welcome to the Forum Show. Mark Lucas here, Faith Talk 1360, and also listening to the beautiful podcast world. What a joy it is for me, week in and week out, to have these conversations with you. My heart and my desire is that God would meet you in this time, wherever you might be right now. I pray that God reminds you of his amazing love that he has for you, the plan that he has for you, in the midst of you and I both walking through a life that can be really messy at times, full of wounds that even at times have come from the church, The reality is God wants us to have this beautiful and abundant life in Him. And I have the privilege week in and week out on the Forum Show to be able to navigate conversations where we're willing to kind of lean into authenticity and vulnerability and to be able to pray that God would use this conversation to help you grow in this most beautiful and abundant, vibrant life that God wants for you. I had the privilege just about actually two weeks ago, and I have this privilege week in and week out to be able to meet people from all over the valley and all over the world, but there was something different about this conversation. I don't just say it because he's looking at me now, but the reality is there was something different about this conversation with Brandon. Brandon and I jumped on a phone call, and honestly, within a few moments of us being able to hang out and connect over the phone, there's just something there that God was doing in that connection. Our heartbeat was so similar for so many things in being able to do God's work and do kingdom work in the valley right now and what God's calling us to do. So I said, Brandon, we're talking about radio. I want to bring you in and do two radio shows. Let's just kind of peel you back a little bit. I know you don't want the whole show to be about me, 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 but we just want to just honor God. We want to come in and we just really want to talk about You founding this beautiful heart and soul, what that looks like, a little bit about your story, a little bit about the journey of being really called by God to move here just recently. You're a speaker, you're a writer, you're obviously a Jesus follower. So Brandon, thank you so much for being my guest today. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. And what a great compliment. (laughs) I appreciate you. It was super rad. I mean, I don't just say that lightly. It really was. Yeah, thank and you. even now, just being with you for the last 30 minutes or so, and now getting to do some radio and podcasts together, it's a joy. It yeah. really is. And I think we just want to start with the question, which is a big question, okay. and we probably can unpack it for hours. Um, who are you? Yeah. I mean, who are you, man? So let's yeah. start there. That's a great question. Well, um, my name is Brandon. I'm 38 years old, 83 baby. 
barely yes. made it 2000 and uh well 1983 i guess and um i am married i have two children one is about to be 10 and the other one is seven uh, a girl and a boy we've been doing ministry for the last 12 years together i've been in it for 15 altogether. Uh, we just moved from Washington to the great state of Arizona. We live in Gilbert, yes. and um, and here we are, and just unique connections. Um, we've been here, I guess, right at about six weeks now, Okay, and um, just making unique relationships and connections. I had a friend text me the other day. He said, what you been up to? What you been doing? I said, honestly, man, I'm just making friends and uh, watching Jesus navigate my life in a way that I never thought he would and I never expected. And really, that's the story of my life, my mission, probably my calling, um, and especially in the last season of my life is just watching Jesus navigate um, his direction you know, versus my direction or, you know, our direction for our family. You know, Psalm says, you know, Psalms 37, I believe it is. He says the steps of a righteous person, the steps of a good man who is good. Nobody's good except for Jesus because we say yes to Jesus. We we, we come somewhat good. Um, and the way he sees us is good. And he says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And when I look back at my years in ministry, but— you know, also even my years before I was in ministry and I was living a hellish lifestyle, um, I see the hand of God, man, and I see him move and I see him work. And when, you know, I don't know how your listeners are, how they receive the Bible and how they receive Jesus, Um but when people when 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 i when people say you know if you make your bed in hell like he's with you like that's true you know and um yeah it's been it's been fun it's been a journey and here we are and i'm excited to be on this podcast radio with you i'm excited to have you here Thanks, if i can ask you and kind of get into a little bit of why are you here cuz i mean again knowing you for a little bit seen a little bit, obviously, the journey, whatever I can tell from somebody as I stalk them on Instagram, looking at your <laughs> kind of Instagram tiles and, and seeing the journey of being in full-time ministry, being in the Washington area, yeah. and then now being here. Again, one of the things that I would envision you would answer with, and you've shared a little bit of this with me, is that God is this beautiful God that that wants to lead us, and he wants to lead us into new territory, and he wants to, to lead us and guide us um, to really kind of walk away from, from some things and to enter into a new chapter. Um, but a lot of us, myself included at times, sometimes we, we lack obedience there. Sometimes we lack faith there. Sometimes we lack the ability to trust God there. So, I mean, it looks from everything I know about you, and more than just Instagram, obviously, but everything I know about you, there seemed to be some stability and some comfort and some success and some accolades in the Washington area, but here you are in Gilbert. Yeah. So walk me through, walk listeners through a little bit of that journey. Um, I don't know if 
I, I'll just be honest. I don't know how people can handle what I'm about to say, except for the fact that we're here because we feel like God called us here. Now, that's a suitcase that we have to unpack, mm-hmm. and that comes with a lot of ambiguity, which we could spend five episodes talking about. It comes with a lot of trust. comes with a lot of faith. Um, comes with obedience. But ultimately, we're here because we feel like God called us here, and it makes no sense because, um, you know, I was a lead pastor of a church in Washington, and we had started that church in 2019. I'd previously done work at a great church there in the Tacoma area. Um, so we had been there since 2011. Um, both of our children were there. Um, my retirement plan was there. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you name it. I mean, I had, I had Brandon Peart had the next 27 years of his life figured out. I mean, we were going to get through it. We were going to graduate our children. We were going to, you know, take take the ground, plant churches. And and you sit back and you go like, man, this is great. I'm doing God's work. And and we were. Um, there's no doubt. Um, over the summer, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd been in ministry for 15 years. And over the summer, um, I had a senior pastor and I reached out to him in February and said, hey, would you be open to the idea of us establishing a sabbatical for pastors within our church as we continue to grow and plant churches. And he's like, absolutely, you know. And so um, this past summer I took uh, a three-month sabbatical right at about 10 weeks. And I wrote down the second day of my sabbatical. Sometimes you can become so busy doing nothing that you avoid doing something. And I'm not saying that what I was doing was nothing of value and importance, but for me, it was sometimes you can just become so busy in being in ministry and doing and being a pastor, become so busy just doing things that you think are important. But ultimately, at the end of the day, you know, what does God really want out of you and out of your life? And um, so. I wrote that question. I had no idea what it means. Uh, I read a book, uh, as you should, you know, as you do. Um, especially on sabbaticals. Especially on sabbaticals. <laughs> like, you know, I read the Bible, and yeah. uh, I I listened to an audio book called Resilient by John Eldridge, and um, and he had an app that was called the Pause app. Mm. Um, it changed my life, man. Like, it, it, it I, don't, I don't say that wholeheartedly, like, lightly. It wholeheartedly changed my life, um, pausing every day for you know, it seems silly, only, you know, 20 minutes, 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at night, but you follow this plan and, and you just, it, it's called benevolent detachment and you just let things go. And I give everyone, I give everything to you. And you can't say that for 10 weeks straight and, and cling to things and hold on to things. And there was a scripture that I read in Luke seventeen thirty three. I had never read it in this way before. And it said, when you cling to your life, you you lose it. But when you let your life go, you save it. Which makes no sense if you're not a Jesus follower, if you're not a Christian. Um, our life is built around the American dream, man. It's 
more of stuff and things and plans and ideas and strategies and systems and competence. This is why we this is how we hire people. We hire people based upon their talent level of who they pretend to be and who they pretend to be. And I'm not saying it's everyone, but in my case, right. it's it's how well can you make yourself look in order to be something that maybe you're called to be, but maybe you weren't. And I read that scripture and I asked the Lord a very powerful question. I didn't realize it was going to be such a, a strong question. And I would caution anyone to ask this question, but what is it in my life that I need to let go of? And his response, you ready? Mm. Everything. Mm. Everything. Wow. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, how am I supposed to do that? You know, like <laughs> everything. And it, and so what matters? So then, you know, I have a, a, you know, a unique relationship with Jesus and we can dive into that, you know, later if you like, but how do you hear from the voice and all that kind of stuff? But the way the Lord spoke to me was what matters to you the most? And of, of course, it's like my marriage, my, my kids, our future, my finances, my, my calling, my, he said, all right, well, let's just start with those five. Why don't you just lay them down? Just let them go. Because, you know, people say, well, what happens if things happen? Well, to certain things in your life, what happens if you lose your money or what happens if you, you know, it's like, well, when it's not yours in the first place, mm -hmm. then it's, it's, it's not yours to be happened to. Does that make sense? Right. So it became this like this detachment of not not caring. I think by letting it go, I begin to care more. I begin to feel more, um, and it, it it like I said, it, it changed my life, man, and and it shocked a lot of a lot of people because you know I don't know if you're big on Enneagrams, worlds, or whatever, but you take all yeah. these little tests, and it's like I, I'm an eight in Enneagram, and I you know the disc test and all this stuff. Basically, I'm a guy that likes to be in control, and I I want to I want to. I'm futuristic and strength finder is my number one gift. So I, I'm going against everything that I feel like I've worked the last 15 years to, to be, to become. And the, the Lord's like, I, I don't want you to, to become anything other than my son. That's it. Wow. There's already like a million yeah, things sorry, I want to I, ask I you. Like no, all over I'm here. taking notes. If you're driving right now, please don't take notes. But I'm taking notes, and it's so incredible just to be able to hear your heart yeah. and a heart that just really emulates the heart of the Lord for all of us. And I think my first real question, and I think the listeners right now would want to ask a similar question. That's why I'm asking it. Having really some experience in the pause app as well. Okay. And having also a, a big heart for what John Eldridge has done mm -hmm. in that app. And one of my least favorite verses is Psalm 4610 and really kind of wrestling. What does it look like for us to be still mm -hmm. and know that he is God? Like, what does that really look like for Mark Lucas, for any believer For sure. in the midst of this amazing race pace that we all run? So the first question is what, 
and it's maybe a two-part question. What would you share to the listeners right now? Because here we are, when this does air, it's going to be just kind of coming through Christmas. And I tend to find, even when I was in full-time ministry, Christmas is one of the busiest seasons Mm -hmm. within those that have young families, for sure. Mm -hmm. So in the midst of this pace in the West, specifically, that is just humming. It's a pace that is just humming. And we're all expected to really perform at that pace. And if not, we just are kind of considered as like almost outcast mm-hmm. and just it's ridiculous. Why are you so slow? What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Performance trap mentality. I mean, it's, so the first question really is, what would you say to the listeners right now to really encourage them mm-hmm. and then also maybe just unpack a little bit of the why it's so important to really kind of walk through? I mean, you built up to 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the evening, 20 minutes to really kind of process this surrender and centering everything to Jesus and giving him control over everything. Mm-hmm. I've done that as well, and I've seen a huge paradigm shift in my soul and heart and mind mm-hmm. by doing that. But why is it so vitally important? And even maybe encourage them to consider this and consider taking steps to exhale, slow down, and kind of walk out Psalm 4610 in that process. Yeah, that is a, a great question, and I don't know if I have the right answer. Um I I can I can give you an answer through my journey. And God can't bless or maybe bless isn't even the right word cuz that word bless comes across different in different cultures, but honor maybe mm. the 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 person you pretend to be. And I say that because um I believe that for quite some time, social media and families existed before social media, but when we got outlets to try to become something that we weren't in hopes that people would believe we were that, I think it created chaos in people's souls. And um, there's a lot of mental health coaches, and I applaud that a thousand percent. I think there's a lot of physical trainers. Um, I So I think there's mind stimulators, and I think there's body stimulators, and I think um, an area that I am journeying into is, is the area of soul, soul training, soul care. Because when how do you be the authentic transparent vulnerable honest you well it's when your soul is at peace and at ease with your maker mm-hmm. and then you have nothing to prove this relationship between brandon and mark for the last 2 weeks was not something that was crafted off of like great social media post it was a phone call because I saw something that intrigued me and you and I connected and I got 100% of authentic Mark meets 100% of authentic Brandon and authenticity collides and it creates something beautiful. Mm. And that's what this world needs, but that's the scariest thing to give because then you're vulnerable and it's like you're in a you know an operating room and you're laying on a table and you're and and you're exposed 
and people know your weaknesses and they know your strengths. That's why I told you I don't want to come on the show and act like I know all the answers because I don't. Right. I'm not the guy that I'm not the smartest guy. I'm I'm not the I'm not the, the coolest guy. I'm just I'm just a guy who's trying to be the best version of himself that God created. And I think in this busy season of life and Christmas and presents and gifts and hustle and spending money and going to all sorts of different homes and places and hey, why don't you sit back and 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 just why don't you try to be yourself this Christmas, this season, this new year, this that's upon us? Like how, and then and then start asking the questions. Okay, how do I how do I be the real me? Which seems so silly that we have to ask ourselves mm-hmm. that. But how do how do I how do I really be the real me? And and that's by answering the really hard questions that you avoid by being busy doing nothing, while you know avoiding answering the hard questions. Which is what I said to you a few minutes ago. You know, I love it. For a million, a million reasons, really. I think one of the things that really resonates so deeply with me, brother, is that when you talk about this soul training, you talk about the Lord leading you here for this beautiful heart and soul ministry that he's called you to, and, and we're going to unpack that, and we've got you to come back for the next show as well. But when I hear soul training, and then I hear you follow that up, really unpacking when you experience relationally authenticity, and two people come into that mutual exchange of a relationship being authentic, 100% authentic, which is what you said, then there is just this this beauty that's created in that. Mm-hmm. And I love the way you put that because at the end of the day, one of the things that I wholeheartedly agree with you on, and really we're in complete alignment in everything you've said today, but I completely agree that I think to a large degree— Believers and followers of Jesus that have been navigating their faith possibly for multiple decades, or maybe you're just new in the journey of faith right now and you just said yes to Jesus, wherever you are in that process of walking with the Lord, most people really haven't heard biblically an explanation of how we can love God with our souls. Mm. And yet it's in the great commandments. Mm -hmm. And yet we really haven't spent much definitely not ample time, really unpacking that. Mm. And loving God with your soul in the way that I see that text is all about deep connection of relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened, has happened, and will continue to happen for you and I, and that's what God wants from us. Mm-hmm. And I even go back to, and I love this passage, I even go back to, I think the origin of this started in the Garden of Eden. And when you see Adam and Eve, and, and I love this passage, not just because it says naked, and I love that word too, but <laughs> that Adam and Eve were naked yeah. and they felt no shame. Yeah. And to be naked and feel no shame yeah. with your wife, that's way more than physical. Yeah. It's way more than physical. Right. It's the emotional vulnerability. It's the emotional authenticity. It's the intellectual mm-hmm. authenticity, vulnerability. It's the spiritual intimacy and vulnerability. That's the place in marriage, let's start there, that's the place that God wants for you and your spouse. But then that translates outside of that relationship into the relationships that we have with others. And to be able to love God with our souls in that place, 
is a beautiful place for us to really cultivate the great commandment, specifically loving God that way. So I love the way you communicate that. We only have about two minutes and 48 seconds left. Why don't you just give them a quick flyover, and then we'll unpack it in the next show. What is heart and soul, or what's maybe the flyover, and then we'll get into the next show? Flyover is over the summer, we I, I had conversations, and uh, I my brother said to me, you're crazy. I can't believe you're making this decision um, to leave everything that's comfortable and uh and so from there um he said i love you i'm with you heart and soul and when he said that to me something leaped out of my heart and soul I love it. and i felt like i heard from the lord and said this is what's next for you in this next season and i had no idea what that meant but i knew heart and soul had resonated inside of me i love that so much People, if they want to connect with you, Instagram, it's Heart and Soul AZ. Yep, Heart and Soul AZ um, is and, the Instagram, and the Heart and Soul AZ.com is the website. Perfect. Brandon, thank you so much for being my guest today. What thank a joy you, it was, man, to have this conversation with you. Thanks for listening in and tuning into this conversation. Have an amazing day. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.